ML Nation, episode 175. Truth be told, everybody out there is looking to be rescued from something. When you position yourself to offer your business as the solution to their problem, then you'll have the opportunity to build your business. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. Hey, MLM Nation, before we get started, just want to remind you to get your free audiobook at MLMNationBook.com. MLMNationBook.com. Audiobooks played a huge part in my personal development growth. I was not always the fastest reader when I first started. And also, technically, you just sometimes don't have that much time sitting down and reading. But you can turn your driving time or walking Obi, like me walking my dog. I was called my first son. Uh, walking him, I used to listen to audiobooks all the time, especially when I was running and jogging as well. I still remember a couple audiobooks that made a huge impact on me, like The Talent is Overrated, that taught me exactly how, not just to work hard, but work smart, how to work smart, and um, how to review what I did so I can actually learn quicker. Uh, Talent is Overrated was a huge book that made an impact, and listened to an audiobook. And then after it was so good, I actually then went back to the listening to the reading the real actual book. So anyway, go get your free audiobook at MLMNationBook.com. And now let's go to today's show. ML Nation, this is Simon Chen, and I am fired up to bring our special guest today, Ty Toth. Ty, are you ready to make it happen? Absolutely, Simon. Thanks for having me on. Ty Toth realized at the age of 19 that a college degree would not get him anywhere close to what he wanted to achieve in life. So he got started a career in sales and also began to invest in real estate. Ty became very successful in what he did and became a millionaire at 38 years old. Ty was able to travel around the world with his family, but eventually realized that there were always ongoing headaches with what he was doing. Plus, there was huge risk with the amount of capital he had to invest each time. And then in 2006... He happened to meet someone on one of his vacations that would change his life forever. And that was when Ty discovered network marketing. This mentor told him what it took to be successful in MLM, and Ty was eventually able to replace his previous income. Today, Ty Toth has over 10 years of MLM experience and is the first person in his company to reach the rank of international presidential director. So Ty, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and uh, what happened on the vacation and how you got interested in MLM? Wow, yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, and that, that's uh, very flattering to have you share that information. You, you know, I, I tell you, I was raised like everybody else. You know, we're all taught uh, go to school, get an education to get a good job. And uh, that, that was kind of where I was heading. And, and of course, uh, w- was very blessed and, and uh and uh, I just had a lot of success in the traditional work world, but man, it's just such a grind, you know. And uh, I, I just, I was awoken at one point and realized that if I didn't change and and get out of the grind, then I, I, I just look back and regret at a point when it was too late to do something about it. So. Uh, and, and in terms of uh, when I met, the person I met ended up, as you said, being my mentor and, and really changed everything for me. You know, uh, again, I, I, I kind of prided myself on, on trying to think out of the box and, and, and not constrict myself to what the world told me that I should be doing or could be doing, even worse. 
and um, and 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 just think on a bigger scale and and try to be separate from the herd. But uh, I was really awoken to just how how far I could go with that and and how different I should really be thinking when I met uh, my my mentor. His name's Logan uh, when we were on that cruise. So so this is Logan Stout. Exactly. Yep. Awesome. One of my on and, the plan. And ML Nation, Logan Stout is what, you know his he's actually should been on ML Nation. He's one of the uh, most popular episodes. People a lot of times people talked about his five beliefs and his training, his format. Definitely check that out. So let me ask you about Logan. How did he? Uh, was this someone that you knew? Was he a co-market at that vacation? And how did he bring it up? How did he invite you? Yeah, it's funny. No, we did not know each other. Uh, the the way this unfolded was my wife had scheduled a uh, uh, cruise for us Thanksgiving week, actually of two thousand six. So we're we're just coming up on uh, just shy of ten years here at this point. And it's kind of my tradition when we go on a vacation like that, and and most often a cruise. We do cru- cruise quite a bit. My first night, I'll take some money down and go play some blackjack or something, and 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 I, I just. I basically get it out of my system, for lack of a better term, because I'll I'll often lose what I bring, uh, and that's kind of what happened that night. So I'm sitting there, and, and it, it was an ugly night. I'm losing money, and two seats over is this young guy. He's about 14 years younger than me. So at the time, you know, 10 years ago, I'm thinking this kid, literally, uh, and and he's losing money bigger than me, in in, in, in multiples. And he's got a smile on his face. I'm thinking, what is going on with this guy? He's either rich or he's just or he's a nut, right? And and obviously, it turned out he was not a nut by any means. And uh, uh, we just got into a conversation, and 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 just in talking with him, uh, we it, 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 I tell you, it wasn't anything real uh, in depth. He wasn't really putting his company out there per se, but we did trade business cards and. To be honest with you, the reason I pursued it, the reason I checked him out, and, and I'm telling you, I saved that. I guarded that business card. I literally, I brought it back to our cabin and put it in the safe. Uh, there was no way I was going to lose it. I was intrigued by him as a person. And when I went back, and of course, and looked at what he was doing, which is his prior company, actually, uh, I, man, I, I just, it made sense. And, and I jumped in and, uh, you know, the, the rest, as they say, is history. But it wasn't a real uh, focused intent, I think, on his part. I think he was just having a conversation with somebody on vacation. Hmm. So, you know, we t- always talk about people buy you, right? People, uh, they, how you brand yourself, how you market yourself. So you were intrigued by Logan. What was, uh, what was about him? How did he carry himself? Aside from he was losing a lot of money and smiling. But right. what, what about him made you in- interested, intrigued by him? Because a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people get intrigued by you, and that's how you have a lot of success. But what, and that's, that's impressive because you were very successful making lots of money, but you were still impressed. What are some of the qualities you had that made you want to, you know, put that business card in the safe? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. He was, he was engaging. He was, uh, he showed interest. You know, how many times do we meet people in in general as we go about our days, and, and they're so they're so focused on them and, and just looking inward that they don't have the time or the energy to be able to look outward and, and show an interest in other people and, and just care about them, you know, whether you know them or not. And that's really just who Logan is, honestly. Uh, I, I've never known a bigger giver than him. And that's just, 
who and what he is. So uh, it, again, that just that intrigued me, engaged me, and and uh, he just took the time to take an interest. When uh, honestly, my my mode at that point was more of, hey, I'm on vacation, and and was happy to have a conversation with them, but uh, not not as not anywhere near the level of interest in anybody else that he was in me at that particular moment. I think such such an uh, important and uh, fascinating story because most people, like the listeners, if you're having trouble sponsoring, you're probably thinking about talking about yourself or your company, your opportunity. But here we have a great example. This person like never asked any. He never asked any, said anything about his company, but instead was expressed interest in the other people, taking the time. And like you said, time. Not many people would take the time to do that. They're always in a rush. But he took the time to get to know you. So. Um, so share a little bit more about the story. What happened afterwards? Did he contact you or you contacted him? What happened? No. Uh, yeah, great question. You know, it's funny. Actually, it took me a couple months. Uh, again, this was Thanksgiving week. So we get back from the trip and <clears throat> I actually looked at his his opportunity, his business that night when we got home. And and I thought, man, that's, you know, this again, I got it. It was interesting. And I, I said to myself, that I, I really need to explore this further. And then, as happens to so many of us, life got in the way, and I got busy. And it was a couple months later, I came across the card again, went and looked at it. And that particular company was very geographically limited. As a matter of fact, the only state it was active in was Texas. And I'm from Maryland. I'm, I'm born and raised in Maryland. I literally did not know one person in Texas except for Logan Stout, who I just met. And I was talking with my wife and I said, you know, this, this, uh, this is different. I get this. It makes total sense. We're going to do it. And she asked, what is it? And I said, well, I, I explained what it was. And, and I told her that it was only in Texas at that point. And she looked at me and she said, Ty, we don't know anybody in Texas. And I said, I know, I know, I get it. But I'll, I'll figure that part out. And, and it, it was literally as we were going to bed that night and I, I went to sleep. I woke up the next morning and I said, my wife's name is Holly. I said, Holly, I've got the answer. She said, to what? I said, the Texas issue. She, she said, okay, what? And I, I said, well, you know, you're right. We don't know anybody in Texas, but I guarantee you, we know people that know people in Texas. And I literally began to call my friends and my phone call was, Hey, it's Ty. What's going on? I got a, I got a, probably a dumb question for you. Do you know anybody in Texas? And if they said yes, then I said, we got to get together. If they said no, then I said, all right, don't worry about it. Talk to you soon. Take care. And I was off the phone and, uh, and just began to build in that way, creating third party relationships with the folks that I personally knew and, uh, and, and began the process of building a team. So did you start asking for these uh, tech? Uh, by the way, that's brilliant. Uh, and I think most people are not, most listeners are not doing that. They're thinking so limited. So you start asking for, for referrals. Did you start doing that before you signed up or after you signed up? Well, the, uh, the, coincidentally, the very first phone call I made was to one of my best friends down the street, uh, literally about four or five houses down the street. And uh, I, I said, hey, asked him the question. He thought for a minute. He said, you know, I, I think I know... I think I've got a cousin in Dallas or something. I've got to look it up. I said, awesome. Come on over. <laughs> he said, why? I said, I said, just trust me. Come over here. I got to show you something. And he came over to my house within 
five minutes and 20 minutes later when he finished watching all I did was use the tools and this was such a great learning experience for me I played a video and he's in my office at my house and he looks up at me when he's finished and he says are you gonna do this and I said I said yeah and he said man I'll do it with you so I signed up and he signed up with me and then and, uh, two weeks later, I, 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 I'm sure you've seen, I, I, we've been blessed to be, I mean, I'm a pilot, we have our own plane. I hop in the plane, and I literally flew to Dallas. So th this is a very long-winded answer to your question, but you asked, you know, did Logan follow up, et cetera. Uh, I, I called Logan because I had enrolled, and he, and, he's, and he says, man, we're not in Maryland. I said, I know. And, and he says, well, man, I need, we need to call corporate. We need to get your money back. I said, no, 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 I get it. I said, look, I understand you're not in Maryland yet. When you get to Maryland, I'm going to be ready. And he and, and I said, you remember we met on the cruise? And truth be told, he said, he said, man, I'm sorry. I don't remember. And it wasn't until I actually showed up at his house two or three weeks later when I flew out there and, and I walked in and he went, man, yes, I do remember you. And, and he remembered the blackjack table and all that stuff. So That is incredible. So you basically signed up yourself. You knew the opportunity and you – no one like he wrote. He never recruited or pitched you, and you just saw the the opportunity and the amazing things you can do in network marketing. You just signed up yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Did you ever? Um, you knew it was network marketing, right? Did you ever have like a negative thought? Like, this is you know I'm a millionaire already. I, why should I be doing this? Did you ever have that? Well, I'd had that in the past, and that's a great question. You know, my I'm I'm one of those people that for 20 years prior to that. Anytime anybody mentioned network marketing or, you know, whatever kind of other, you know, direct sales, et cetera, however they described it, I was one that, that and, you know, I broke my own rule. And, and my rule is if you want to be good at something, you go find somebody that's good at it. And that's who you talk to. You don't listen to the outsiders, the outliers, you know, the, the haters, et cetera. And I, I was closed minded to it as a result. So, uh, I, I had become open-minded to it, and and here's how it happened. Uh, here here's what changed for me. I think everybody has a trigger, uh, or hopefully they do. Unfortunately, most people I think have the trigger when it's too late. You know, they're retiring, or the kids have graduated, or or you know, worse yet, and I, I hate to say it, I don't don't mean to sound morbid, but you know, somebody's laying on their deathbed, and and they go, man, I wish I would have, and. I, I, thankfully, my my trigger or my wake up call was actually 17 years ago. My, my wife and I have been blessed to have two children. They're 21 and 17. Our daughter's the oldest. She's graduating college uh, in in May of this year, and uh, two amazing young children. Well, I had given my wife my word that when we started having children, that I'd do whatever it took to keep her home. And uh, I, I did that. The position I was in, my background prior to my real estate investing, which which uh, was really what created the wealth for us, was I'd been in lending, and, and it was a 25 year, year career. And obviously, I'm I'm finished with that now because of network marketing. But uh, I was working in this particular position. Where I was working 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week, and. You know, the money was great, but obviously time was an issue, and and I was happy to do it. You know, I gave my word to my wife, and, and I was doing what I was doing. Well, our daughter at that point was four. Our son had just been born, 
And one day when I left for work, she asked my wife, Holly, she said, Mommy, why does Daddy have to go to work every day? And Holly said, well, uh, Daddy's got to go to work to make money so we can go back to Disney World, which was, of course, now that was awesome to her daughter. She was excited, and, and you know, I'd come home, and she'd basically be like, well, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, go back and make money so we can go back to Disney World, right? <laughs> and, uh, and, and every day, every day, I'd, I'd get down on a knee, and I'd give her a hug and a kiss goodbye, and, you know, and she'd, she'd say goodbye, and I'd walk out the door. And this, uh, the very next day after she asked my wife that question, she said, goodbye, Daddy, go back to work and make money so we can go back to Disney World. Which was great. I mean, I, I floated out the door. Uh, I, I had an hour's commute each way, and and then obviously the hours on top of that. So it was a crazy schedule. But and this went on for about two or three weeks. And then one day I gave her a hug and a kiss goodbye, and she said goodbye, Daddy. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Mm, wow. And I went, what am I doing? You know what what? And, and again, that was my wake up call. And and to be honest with you, man, I was halfway to work. 30 minutes, I bawled my eyes out. And I said, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. I called my wife, and, and she, I remember I, she picks up the phone. She said, I knew you'd be calling. And I said, I, I finally finished bawling my eyes out so I can finally call you. And I said, I'm not doing this anymore. I didn't realize what I was doing was affecting our daughter, our kids now at that point in that way and, and immediately started making a change. That's what opened my mind to not only, again, just change in general, because I knew I had to do something different. I, I immediately set about finding what that different was going to be. And uh, ultimately, obviously, network marketing has been the most tremendous blessing we've ever received from a professional standpoint. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. I mean, because it emphasizes there's never a bad prospect, just the wrong time for the right prospect. And for the longest time, it was the wrong time for you. That's why you're close-minded. But you brought up the triggers, right? It could be sometimes people in transition or in the, having kids. For you, it's like having kids, having your daughter say that to you. That really got you to be open-minded. So thank you for sharing that story. Absolutely. Um, now, take us back to your journey. What would you consider... I mean, you've had a lot of success, but I want to know your worst moment, your most challenging worst moment in network marketing. And it's because you went through that moment, you are the leader you are today because of that. Um, you know, that's a great question. I, I, I think there's a, for everybody, there's a series of that. And, uh, you know, we, folks either get frustrated with it and they quit or they say, okay, that didn't go so well. So I'm going to learn from that. We're just going to make sure that doesn't happen again. Uh, for me, probably very early on, and, and this is, uh, again, obviously, Logan Stout was my personal sponsor in our prior company, and Logan came and worked with me one-on-one -on -one and mentored me, and it, we were probably, once we did finally start in Maryland, which was effectively when my uh, network marketing career had started, because that prior company did come to our state. Then Logan came and spent time with me and, and really invested into my wife and I and, and helped us grow and learn. And, and I remember he had been here. As a matter of fact, I mean, he stayed at my house for probably the equivalent of a month uh, over time. And I think on his second trip here, we were getting ready to do a presentation and <clears throat> ended up there were about 40 people there. And that morning, we're sitting at my kitchen table and he says, OK, you ready? And I said, ready for what? He says, 
you, you're going to do part of the presentation today. And, and of course, I broke out in a full sweat. And uh, I, I'd never spoken in front of a group of people before. It just wasn't what I did. And, and, uh, and, and he, he takes me through and, and basically said, all right, this is your part. This is what you do. Well, my part was I welcomed everybody, you know, took care of all the housekeeping issues, silence your phone, hold your questions, et cetera. We got a special guest. And obviously that was Logan Stout. And, and then I was to do the, the first half, roughly, of the presentation. And it was a slide presentation. So I stand up, I do all that, you know, silence your cell phone, et cetera, et cetera. And, and of course, I mean, I'm, again, I'm, I'm, you talk about nervous. I was, like I said, full body sweat when we're there. And, um, and I start in, and I get about halfway through, and my phone rings loudly. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I was mortified. I went from a full sweat to I had to turn probably eight shades of red. And, uh, you know, it, it, it may not be a major moment to a lot of people. And I'm sure a lot of folks are, are laughing when they listen to this. But I was not laughing that day. Today I laugh about it. And, and I'd laugh if it happened again. But, uh, but that was a moment when I learned that in in a very small example that we have to be the model for anything and everything we're asking others to do uh, and it was an embarrassing moment that that caused me to learn that lesson but it, it's translated into everything else that I do and making sure that anytime I ask anybody to do anything that it's something that I've done or I'm doing and, and obviously something that I'm certainly willing to do myself Mm, I love that story. It's about leading by example, right? Mm -hmm. You got to be leading by example. You know, um, getting back to Logan at your house, that must be an awesome, amazing opportunity for him to live with you for a month. You know, going back to the time when he lived with you for a month, um, what were some things that maybe two or three things that really stood out? And you, because you were very successful already, but because, you know, success is all about being a leader, the habits. What are two or three things you noticed? about him that really helped you out yeah good question and by the way he was in for three or four days at a time and then he'd go back and you know logan's of course married and and uh i'm, I'm sure he appreciates spending time with his wife more than us so. <laughs> and your uh, wife would appreciate him out of the house too right <laughs> yeah yeah everybody needs their privacy but uh, you know that's such a great question you know I, there's so much that i learned from logan logan is such an incredible example of not not only is he literally probably the most gifted public speaker I've ever seen and, and certainly the, the most gifted one I've ever known personally, but the way he does things, his his focus, his commitment, his his desire to see others succeed is like nothing I've ever seen. And that's probably one of the biggest things that I picked up from him is Again, it goes back to that first conversation. When you take your eyes off yourself and your focus is on how you can help and add value to other people, then it, it, it starts to change your perspective on life, not just business. It's, it, it's a completely different way of thinking. And his drive, his energy, his uh, – there are probably 50 different – descriptions or adjectives I can give all of them amazingly positive about Logan and, 
And, and again, it, it, through that process, he became one of my closest friends on the planet without, ex, with, without exaggeration. And, uh, and it was an honor to go through that process and be brought through that part of this process with him and, you know, to, to have had him help us build and grow and get to the level we are now is, is just what a life changer. It goes back to the lesson. It was the main leadership lesson you just shared with us, Ty, was leadership is, is by modeling. You got to model. You want to, whatever you want your downlines to do, your team to do, you must do. And leadership is, of course, the saying, I don't know who came up with this, but leadership is caught, not taught. Exactly. And people, people you want to, you know, if you want to motivate your downlines, grow your business. Because that's what's motivating. You want your downlines to sponsor, you go sponsor. You know, because um, Logan could have said everything, but you probably learned by more by watching what he did than he, anything he ever said to you. That's exactly what I was just going to say. You know, I, when he was here, obviously I, I was a sponge, and I always am anytime I'm around him. And I spent so much time just kind of sitting back watching what he did, how he did it, how, again, now how he engaged with other people. To look at that from an outside perspective instead of being involved like we were that that very first time I met him on the cruise ship was was just amazing. And again, the, the level of care and commitment he has to other people. I mean, he just flat out truly cares about other people. He wants the best for everybody. And and to to spend time with somebody that values other people and and pours into other people just like he did to us in the way that he did has been uh, again it's it, I, I can't say it enough it's it's just totally changed our lives now tell us a story getting back to your journey uh, what was a major aha moment or like a light bulb moment where your business was growing but after that it really really took off yeah good question you know for me I think I st struggled initially probably with what a lot of people struggle with, which is the emotional roller coaster people ride. Uh, they, they get tied to emotionally tied to the outcome. And for me, if, you know, somebody said, no, I, I, I just, there was an element of me saying, how can you not see what I see? Right. But by the same token, you know, I, I think people, they, they just say, man, if I could just, if so-and-so joins my business, then it's going to be this. Or, or if I can just, quote unquote, get that person, then it's going to, you know, this is going to happen. And, you know, again, that's, that's, that's hunting. That's, you know, that, that's thinking about what that person can do for you instead of how you can serve or benefit that person. And a big part for me was emotionally detaching myself from the outcome. And making sure that the only thing that I was attached to was the process. And, and understanding that people are going to self-select themselves in or out of what we do. And it's their decision to be made. I have to respect their decision because I can't make it for them, just like I'm not going to pay their bills for them. So it's, it's just committing to the process and taking action every single day. And, and getting as many eyeballs on our information as we can. How did you get over that uh, emotional detachment? Is it just through taking massive action and afterwards just, I mean, you get stung so many times afterwards it doesn't hurt anymore? No, that's, you know, that's a great question. I, honestly, you know, I'm at the point where somebody could, I could share the business with somebody with our, with our current opportunity and 
they could look at me and tell me I'm crazy. And I, I would completely dismiss it and move on because I know what I have. So number one, it, it's, it's confidence, which obviously most folks don't have in the beginning. And I didn't have that in the beginning. But it's, it's belief. You know, our commitment level is directly tied to our level of belief. And, and our commitment level will never, ever exceed that. So for me, it, it was training. It was being plugged in anytime, anywhere I could be, whether it was a call, a webinar, a live presentation, whatever it was, I was there. And, and I did what I had to do to be there. Because again, once I got in my right head and, and stopped breaking my own rule, then I got back to the mode of, okay, look, if I want to be good at this, I want to go talk to people that are great at it. Because those are the people that I want to learn from. They've been where I am. And I want to be where they are. Hmm. And, and it just, it, it, that confidence grew because I was plugged into the process with, with the company. Ty, what would you consider your proudest moment in network marketing? I tell you, for, for me, it's being a part of our current company and, and being a part of launching it. We've been involved from the very beginning. We were involved prior to. So we were, we were uh, an integral part of all pre-launch activities and that kind of thing. And it's been uh, such a, an honor to be a part of that and, and not only grow personally, but to see how rapidly and dramatically other people have grown. We've had some folks from our team that, boy, uh, two, three years ago when I knew them and, and, and our, our company launched just barely under two years ago, but it was, a, it was eh, just shy of three years ago right now that, that talk of it with, without even having a company name began. And the people that began to see the vision with us and understand it and, and lock arms with us when there was really nothing to talk about, there was nothing to see, nothing, nothing to use, nothing to try, et cetera. Uh, and, and no visual presentation to see them transform from literally being afraid to be in front of the room to now being some of our top income earners and, and training uh, and presenting and, and the confidence that they have now and to, to, to watch them go through that growth product process has just been amazing. What's the one thing that excites you most about the MOM professional? And without a doubt, this the network marketing is finally being recognized as a profession. It's the people that we're drawing to the industry are I mean they're they're people of character, they're people of means. You know, they're they're people that have had tremendous success in traditional business and they're realizing that look you know if, if I'm working a job I can't leave that to my kids when I leave the job the income stops and and they understand that leaving a legacy is is of vital importance and and again that's really what drew me to this so to see the level of professionalism just continually grow in the industry has been 
has has been one of the things I've liked most about it because we're doing away with this negative connotation and, and the old stereotypes that everybody placed on the industry, including me. Again, I was that guy for 20 years. Uh, and, and to know, and for me, on a personal level, to be able to lock arms with the people that I do and know who they are in their hearts and their character and to see them lead this industry and, and for me to be a part of that as, as we all move forward and continue to open people's eyes to what this industry truly does for folks is, is so exciting to me. Yeah, it is very exciting and inspiring. Even, uh, like, for example, to have people like you who have made millions already and was traveling, taking his family on cruise ships and all that, you know, kind of making the good money but still getting into network marketing, it is very, very exciting to, you know, that this profession can attract people like you. So thank you for sharing. Oh, absolutely. No, thank you. As we wrap up the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain, Ty. And these could be really quick answers, okay? Uh, one or two sentences. Sure. Sure. So one of them is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Uh, if it's okay, I'll give you two quick ones. One is, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. The uh, infamous Jim Rohn, of course. And uh, one that I've tried to live by uh, for myself, and it's my own saying, is doing the right thing is always the right thing to do. I like that. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Um, I tell you, taking action every day, just just making this a part of who I am and what I do. And when you're excited about something, you just can't help but share it with folks. Do you have a specific routine? I know a lot of uh, successful leaders have specific routines they follow. Do you have like a morning ritual routine or evening? What do you do? You have anything specific like that? I do. Uh, the way I start my day every day is I'll, I'll get up, uh, I read, I prepare actually for a daily Periscope training that I do every mo- every weekday morning anyway. Uh, and, uh, and and it's only a 10, 15 minute thing. But the preparation, as you know, is 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 much more than the actual uh, the the actual training itself. So putting that together, organizing those thoughts, uh, once that's complete, then. Uh, just get on with my day, you know, simple things like working out and, and, and just and, and then focusing on the business of the day, working with the team, uh, making sure that that my day is filled with income producing activities and just avoiding as much distraction as possible. And, and, and again, focusing on other folks on the team. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Make sure everything I do is duplicatable without exception. Do you have a favorite prospecting tool? So say you have a prospect who's interested already. He's qualified, interested. Do you do a Starbucks meeting and use a newsletter, a magazine? Or do you send them to an online video link? Or do you do a webinar? What do you like to use, Ty? Well, great question. We've got all the above. Uh, One of my favorites is we do have a magazine. And actually, we just came back from our national event. And we just got a brand new magazine that was provided to us. Uh, and, and honored not not only to be in that, but it's an amazing tool uh, that uh, we're very excited about using. Do you have a favorite app or online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote that you could recommend to our listeners? Man, I tell you, I don't. You know, I I, I tend to be uh, I, I'm somewhat active on social media and that kind of thing. But again, I do my daily Periscope training, and that's probably the my biggest advancement in technology for me. Do you, um, 
What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? I'll tell you, if I had to only pick one, I would say the compound, excuse me, the compound effect by Darren Hardy. And ML Nation, I know you love audio because you listen to the show. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing free audiobook like The Compound Effect at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. So, Ty, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hey, ML Nation, before we go to the million-dollar question, how would you like to attract top, smart, successful entrepreneur people like Ty Toth? If you want to know how... Definitely go check out my sponsoring workshop. That's sponsoringworkshop.com. It's a free two-hour webinar. It is intense, so make sure you take lots of notes. I actually have a little freebie gift for you after at the end of that presentation. If you happen, if you can't pay attention for the whole time, I'll actually see if you're paying attention. I'll be asking questions. Uh, but check it out, sponsoringworkshop.com. Talk about sponsoring different types of people and also avoiding the five daily prospecting mistakes and also give you one or two closes that will help you in getting people signed up, whether, whether it's your product or specific also for into the business. So check that out, sponsoringworkshop.com. Now let's get back to the show and listen to what Ty, uh, how he's going to answer the million-dollar question. So here's the million-dollar question. You kind of gave us a way to do it already, but um, when you talked about how you expanded into Texas, even though you didn't know anyone. But here's a tougher part version of it. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. So you didn't even have like a friends to ask for referrals. You, know, knew, you knew no one. You didn't know your kids, your wife, and you knew no one. But yet all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing? So you're kind of like an alien that went to another planet, okay? You knew no one. What's the first thing you do to find prospects or the first place you'll go to find prospects and build an ML business from scratch? Yeah, that's such an awesome question. Uh, I tell you, what I would do personally is I'd just I'd, – I'd live life. I mean, and, and the interesting thing is, again, if, you, if you're living life doing what you do on a daily basis and you engage other people in conversation and they understand and, – and this has to come from the heart. They understand that you are truly interested in them. And, and as a result, you engage them, then they're going to stay engaged in a conversation. When you ask them about them, what do you do, you know, where are you from, et cetera, et cetera, and, and have them answer questions about themselves, at some point during the conversation, they are going to ask you, what do you do? And that's your opportunity, not to throw up your business on them, but, but just, just to begin the process of sharing what you have to offer, because Truth be told, everybody out there, not everybody, but probably 99% of everybody out there is looking to be rescued from something. And when you position yourself to be able to offer your opportunity to rescue them from whatever, for me, it was it was time debt. You know, financially, we were doing awesome, but I never saw my family. I needed to be rescued from that. And when you position yourself to offer your business as the solution to their problem, then you'll have the opportunity to build your business. As we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? I know you had mentioned your Periscope. Where can people find you? Um, so, yeah, your contact info and any, and any last words or advice? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, again, I, I, well, it's funny. We were at our national event yesterday, and, and I spoke about this um, as we were about to close out. And, you know, everybody starts in this business the exact same way. We all start with a team of one. 
And, and that's where I started. You know, my very first event I went to, my first national event, I had a, uh, well, I did have a team of one beyond me. It was my friend down the street. And that was it. And, you know, it's now grown into uh, a, a pretty large team. I'm sure there are many on your, uh, your shows that, that have much, much larger teams than us. But, but my point is that I didn't do that. And when you start the process and you understand and believe that you can do this just by sharing with folks, there are other people out there that have the same vision that you do for your opportunity. So share it. And as they lock arms with you, then you'll start to see things like duplication, et cetera, happen. So, uh, so I hope that helps. But um, in terms of contact, in, contact information, uh, my, my phone number, anybody's welcome to call me anytime and I'm, I'm happy to help anyone whether they're in our company or not. Uh, my number is 410-903-7159. Uh, I'm the only, if you want, if you like to connect on social media, please do my Facebook. I am the only tie toth in Arnold, Maryland. I can assure you of that. And, uh, also on uh, either Twitter or Periscope, it's at tie toth. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you'll be hanging out with Ty Toth. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Ty. That's very simple, T-Y, okay? T-Y at the search bar and the show notes will pop right up. And all the nuggets of wisdom that Ty shared will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Ty, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with MLM Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Ty, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. It's my honor. Hey, MLM Nation, before we go to the quick recap and review, I invite you to check out MLM Nation Insider. Be an Insider member. What do you get? You get a 90 minutes training from me. You get to ask me any questions you want. Uh, you just email them to me, and I'll answer them live on the webinar each week. Even if you can't make it to the webinar, because uh, I know you're from different time zones out there, it's recorded, and within 12 hours, it's posted online, and I'll make sure you answer your question. Uh, you also get into a private Facebook community. We can network with other leaders. And most importantly, you get these implementation guides. These are all courses. I sell them for $47. And as an insider member, you get all of them for free. Okay, as a member. And here's a special deal for MLM Nation listeners because I appreciate you for listening. You can get a dollar trial for seven days. Just go to MLMNationInsider.com. That is MLMNationInsider.com. You can get all the courses. You can download them. Do whatever you want. You can check out all the trainings. over 50 weeks of recorded trainings on social media, websites, flyer marking, answering objections. It's all in there. You can download them. If you like, you can continue. If you don't like it, you can cancel anytime. But this is special for MLM Nation listeners only because you can't find this on the website. It's MLMNationInsider.com. Okay? Last time, MLMNationInsider.com. Definitely check it out, and I hope to see you on the live trainings and answer your questions. With that, let's go to the quick recap with our awesome trainings that we just had with Ty Toth. ML Nation, a recap review with a great episode about what leadership is from Ty Toth. You know, keep up the momentum, ML Nation. Go to MLMNation.net and type in Ty, that's T-Y, at the search bar, and all the show notes, all the nuggets of wisdom. Definitely reach out to him. Ty gave you his cell phone number. It's pretty cool, right? Uh, reach out to him. Uh, check out his Periscope. He does a per- live Periscope training every morning as well. A um, couple of big notes here. I mean, first of all, uh, he talked about Logan Stout a lot. You know, Logan has been mentioned by many leaders. That was also one of the most popular favorite episodes from listeners who have been re- reaching out to me. Definitely check it out. That was episode 47. 
Logan Stout. Check that out. That was Ty's mentor. And also was Jennifer Marais, Moran's mentor as well. Check out Logan Stout. A um, couple of things. Number one, it's just so inspiring to get like top entrepreneurs. Like People like Ty was making lots of money for a millionaire at 38 going on the cruise. He was making tons of money, but no time. And the lesson there is there's never a bad prospect, just the wrong time for the right prospect. And like Ty says, everyone has a trigger, right? And for Ty, it was a daughter, his daughter said, hey, see you tomorrow, daddy. And, and so there's never a bad prospect. Ty was used to be very negative, closed-minded to network marketing, but finally something triggered that and got him to be opened up, so to open up to opportunity. So there's never a bad prospect. As long as you stay in the game, sooner or later, you know, some, that person is going to be the buyer product or there will be interest in network marketing. It's happened to me so, so many times. One of the, you know, one of my leaders, his top customers, took him like four or five years to get in. I mean, he was a customer at the beginning, uh, but it wasn't until he got his MBA and then realized corporate America was still a lie and he had a baby daughter that really got him interested in network marketing. And that took a couple of years. Another one of my people that I brought in took five years of her watching me become successful before they, she decided to join. So it's about, the second thing was about leadership, right? What is leadership? What is that? Leadership is model. Be the person that you want other people to do. And Ty shared a very, you know, kind of embarrassing story, but he shared now uh, about how his cell phone rang. He told people to turn off their phones, and of all times, he's presenting there, and his phone rang, the embarrassment from that. But seriously, whatever you want to do, if you want your downlines to sponsor, you need to sponsor. If you, you want your downlines to be serious and committed, you need to be committed, because people, like I said, leadership is caught, not taught. People, And that's what Ty, how he grew, because Logan went to his house, and he said, there wasn't the specific words of things that Logan shared with him that made him made Ty the leader he is today. It was how Logan acted, the way he engaged, his habits, his routines, how committed he was, his focus. Right, that is what it was caught, and Ty saw that and realized that's what it takes to be successful. So, if you want to motivate your teams, if you want to get your business to the next level, it starts with you. Right. Start thinking, what areas do you need to step up your game? Because when you step up your game, I'm telling you, you the, your downlines. If they're not doing much, they'll probably never do much. But if there's leaders, and I believe there are leaders out there, when they see you step up the game, they will become interested. They will start building and taking this more seriously as well. And number two is, just like I shared with you, people joining my business took five, six years. As you start growing as a person, you attract better and better and better people into the business. Um, another lesson is, and we're going through these quickly because this was such a good episode about leadership, was, you know, how Logan got him interested. Logan never even presented to him. It was the way he carried himself. Engaging, showing interest, giver. Just being a, those are three main things of top leaders. Showing, being engaging, right? Show, and that, the only way to do that is you got to show interest in someone. Showing interest in someone. Like they, being caring and being a giver. Being a giver, giving, giving, giving. That is what gets people's attention. Eventually, um, like Ty, Ty basically signed up himself. He wanted to join because Logan made such a big impression of him. And, you know, if you're proud of being a network marketing professional, we should be a professional, right? Professionals carry themselves a certain way. First thing you can do is just show interest, be caring. Um, you know, I love the way Ty shared about the million-dollar question. It's just do do life, right? You want to meet prospects? Do what you like to do already. Be engaging. The people you meet, so it could be in the gym, it could be at the bookstore, it could be at the library, or at you know picking up your kids, other parents. Be engaging. Be sincere and learn about others. And uh, that would go a long way. And you know that's how you meet people. Because when you care about others, other, that will get people's attention. Because again, like Ty shared, most people don't take any time to get to know other people. 
Um, last thing is the commitment, right? Uh, Ty, one of his weaknesses was emotional detachment. And he overcame that through commitment. If you're committed, that you increase your commitment, your be- your belief level it will increase. Your mo- you start becoming emotion less emotionally attached to the outcome. But be emotionally attached to the process. Be emotionally attached to your commitment and not the result. I think especially in Western culture, we're so results oriented. We don't get the result. We think we're a failure. Don't worry about the results. Worry about the process and your commitment. And you know your commitment. Uh, it's always tied to your belief. And that's a big aha moment from Ty. Your commitment level is always tied to your belief. So what is your belief level, ML Nation? Right? If you, when you listen to these trainings, I'm sure your belief level increases. So how to increase the belief? Very simple. Ty shared. Uh, attend every training. He made sure she showed up at every training. Show up at events. And that is how you increase your belief. You know, self-development and the people you surround yourself with. And the last thing, I just want to give a shout out to Ty. Just talk about what commitment is and being a giver, like Ty did this interview. Um, basically, we moved up the schedule because I have like tooth pain. I actually, when I'm doing this, I actually have a, I just came back from an event at the Ambitious Women Conference and I had massive tooth pain, you know, toothache. I never had toothache before, by the way, never in my life. And I don't know what the heck happened, but um, right before I was about to speak, I slept only 90 minutes that night um, and I had to do a training the next day. Training went well, but even during the training, I was telling people how my I had a bad tooth that was bothering me. So I had to, I was actually literally texting my um, my dentist at midnight his time on this Friday night. Say, hey, you know, do me a favor, can you please see me on Monday? And um, he said, okay. So he said he told me like, let me get back to you tomorrow when I'm in the office. And he said, hey, Monday morning is the first time. And while while we're recording this, this is Monday morning. So if it sounds a little funny, it's because my teeth is still bothering me. It comes, the pain comes and goes. But I was like, I need to see you. And I told Ty, can we move up the appointment? And to his credit, talk about being a giver. Um, he changed his appointment, right? To, to and I never change appointments for these interviews, but we, very rarely, maybe one or two I've done out of 170. Five interviews, but uh, Ty did it, and the, the amazing thing is he was actually out in Dallas. He came, flew back late, late last night, but woke up early the next day to do this. So that talks about what leaders are. That's commitment. It's about being giver. And uh, thank you, Ty, for doing that. And ML Nation, we appreciate you, Ty, for just the sacrifice you did to change the schedule and do it early, uh, so that our listeners can benefit from your wisdom, especially the leadership lessons you shared. So thank you, Ty. Uh, ML Nation, I think that's it. If you love the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Also share it with your downlines, upline, crosslines. It's just so inspiring to hear like successful people, you know, people who have made millions already, millions already, taking the family on a cruise, but no, but time starved, who are willing to come into network marketing and really make a big impact. Thank you again for Ty Toff. Make sure you connect with them. And ML Nation, remember, we're in the profession that will help others, like givers like Ty. So, Make sure you have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. 